0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. There was nothing in Joe Biden's commentary to George Stephanopoulos on ABC that could be looked at and you say to yourself, yeah, that's a leader you want. Defensive, angry, Hateful, dismissive, uninterested. And that may have been the high points. But nothing struck me as more, what am I listening to? Than this. And it wasn't even the commentary of people are falling from the planes. Yeah, but that was four or five days ago. No, it was this. This exchange right here. So you don't
1: think this could have been handled, this actually could have been handled better in any way? No mistakes? No, I I, I don't think it could have been handled in a way that we're going to go back in hindsight and look, but the idea that somehow there's a way to have gotten out without chaos ensuing, I don't know how that happens.
0: I don't know how that happened. So for you, that was always priced into the decision? Yes. I listened to that over and over again and again, And I said on social media, and I said to myself, how is this not the most stunning slight of the military ever? This could have been done without chaos? Are you making the argument that the people engaged in the doing it are guilty of chaos? That's what it sounded like to me. And I wondered what it sounded like to to people who have a fuller, more complete understanding and connection to the military. Those who have served and then taking a look at the so-called military advisors we have right now, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin and General Mark Milley, dealing with how they're dealing with things now, not maybe their career. What future does America have to even get us to 2024? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, the phone number 833-468-8669, 833-GOT-TONY. Kurt Schlichter joins us right now. He is, of course, of townhall.com, a lawyer by trade, served in the U.S. Army, Colonel Kurt Schlichter. He is also the author of the Kelly Turnbull series of books, the latest book, The Split. That is book number six, available at amazon.com or wherever fine books are sold, The Split, by Kurt Schlichter. Now, maybe I took that differently than you, Kurt, a man who, who has served and has worn the uniform and has commanded troops. But as you take a look at the totality of what has taken place in this non-withdrawal withdrawal from Afghanistan, what is the overall take? And then specifically to that commentary yesterday,
1: Tony, uh, this couldn't have been a bigger abortion if it was called Operation Roe versus Wade. This is a disgrace on every level. I don't want now. Joe, Joe Biden is a desic- desiccated old zombie. He's stupid. You missed that adjective. And uh, he, he's a failure that makes Jimmy Carter look like uh, George Washington by comparison. But let's not let the military off. This is a uh, – I'm looking at this, and I don't see a plan. I, you know, If you're an officer, that's what you did. You planned. Yeah, you commanded troops, but your big thing was planning. You, you, know, you, you spent your career planning, whether in command or on staff. You're planning, planning, planning. And I'm looking at this, and I'm thinking, what the hell is the plan? You know, I just saw uh, Millie on uh, – uh, somebody pointed out on Twitter, are you guys buying fuel from the Taliban? And he wouldn't answer. They, you know, America wins wars because of logistics. When I was in Desert Storm, one day I came over a hill, there was nothing but desert. The next day I came over, and there was a city. America wins because we move stuff. And to not have a, a, a logistical plan that would allow us the fuel we need to fly out and to be relying on these 7th century barbarians for gas is so mind-boggling. I don't recognize my army. I recognize my soldiers. They're tough and they're good. But the leadership is a disaster, and we must fire, every, presumptively fire, every general and every admiral and invite a very few back.
0: Now, I am harkens back to President Trump saying he knows better than the generals. And people said, how dare you? Oh. And I guess the clear answer is, well, it's kind of easy to dare when we're seeing this kind of, of, of failed leadership. But take me through it on a logistical level. You're a guy who has studied. You have graduated from the War College. Take me through on a logistical level how this pullout should have occurred and what are the key things that happened to get us to this moment.
1: Well, I don't know what happened guess this moment because I don't see anything, any evidence of anything happening. It's like they're making it up as they go along. Hey, today we're throwing in an extra battalion reinforced. Hey, tomorrow uh, you know, we're, we're going to start issuing visas. This, this was not a surprise. This should have been a planned event. You, you, I mean there is something called the MDMP, Military Decision-Making Process, which is a systematic way of making sure that you've checked all the boxes that you've looked at all the options, and that you've come up with the optimal plan. And when it works, it works beautifully. Look at uh, the op plan for Desert Storm, which I, I, I was in it. And I, I saw when a plan comes together and when it works, uh, uh, it, it is the pinnacle of American power. This – I don't – I, I, Tony, I'm, I'm baffled. I don't understand what the hell was going on. What the hell were these people doing? I mean, you throw away Bagram Air Base – which is a, a not only a huge logistical hub, but a tactical hub. Where, where else are you going to fly uh, uh, aircraft to give you air support? You know, off a carrier, eight hours away? I mean, that's what they're doing. Air support is how one of the ways we differentiate ourselves. You know what a company of uh, infantry without air support is? It's like a bunch of Taliban guys, except that are trained, because it's guys with rifles. Our advantage is the ability to bring deadly fire on people from aircraft, drones, uh artillery, whatever. that's that is one of our huge advantages and we've just tossed that away for whatever reason. It's like it's like they went to war college, learned all sorts of stuff, took their notes, went out into the uh, courtyard and set it on fire. I don't get it I'm baffled.
0: Talking to author and columnist Kurt Schlichter, his latest book, The Split, part of the Kelly Turnbull series, available at Amazon.com. Just search up Kurt Schlichter, S-C-H-L-I-C-H-T-E-R, Kurt Schlichter Books or The Split, Kurt Schlichter, and you can get it there. This air support conversation has been one that's been confusing for a lot of people, and the the understanding, and you know, it's 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 because you don't think about it, right? It's not your everyday thing. It's it's very appreciated. Oh. I don't think anybody's done anything wrong by not understanding it. I've been getting myself up no. to speed. The U.S. military works on this idea of air support. the The Afghans forces were trained utilizing this idea of air support. So then you have Joe Biden and the team pulling not only air support in terms of U.S. air support from the Afghan special forces, but limiting their ability to access and utilize air support. So could the Afghan forces, as you see it, with 15 plus years of U.S. training, been able to take on the Taliban nose to nose? Or is there something else there about their inabilities that intel and the generals should have known?
1: well look there there are problems with the troops uh the afghan troops no question but what you said is is correct but it doesn't go far enough the american military works on bosses battlefield operating systems of which air power is one of many we are not a band of guys with rifles we are a, a system of systems and when i was a commander i was concerned with coordinating and synchronizing the effects from various systems, whether it's logistics, bringing beams and bullets, air power, artillery, infantry, armor, uh, communications. I mean, you, you are a conductor in a symphony with 15, 20 different instruments, not just one, not just air power. Well, that's what we made the Iraq, uh, Afghans into, a mini-American uh, army that worked on systems, too. And if you pull one of them out like a Jenga tower, it collapses. It works very well for us when we're doing it right. But to base a, you know, a, a 7th century uh, tribal culture uh, trying to do a 21st century military organization was probably a mistake from the beginning, but absolutely right. When, when Biden pulls out our air support and effectively their air support by getting rid of the contractors who keep the planes flying because, you, know, uh, you know, Abdul the uh, uh, Pushtun tribesman, even with a couple of years' experience, is not going to be able to maintain – a, uh, uh, you know, an A-29 Takano uh, ground support aircraft it, it, or a Black Hawk helicopter. It's just, you, you know, we train them in a certain way and then we didn't support them in the way they needed. Uh, if we had designed a different Afghan army, we might be having a different result today, one that utilizes their skills, that excellent light infantry. Did we, if we had done that, that might have been different. I don't know, but I do know this is an abomination
0: this you know this is the heavier part of this and this is where uh joe biden crossed the streams and wants credit and people are desperate to try and get him out of this but there's no credit to be given he wants to make the argument that we had to get out eventually and these guys wouldn't defend themselves but he makes no consideration for the fact that they may have very well been trained wrong he makes no consideration of the fact yeah. that his military got it completely wrong his leadership in how aggressive the taliban w- would be acting and moving and he makes absolutely no rec- recognition of of the fact that there was no plan in place so the question that many americans are asking never mind what's really wrong with joe biden which is a uh, a conversation that i'm going to get into tomorrow how does the nation survive until 2024 if the ineptness is this deep
1: well look i I, i've got to say i'm worried i'm not as worried as the taiwanese you've got to be terrified right about uh, but our enemies see the weakness. They see the fecklessness. They see the uh, uh, uniformed punchlines that are our senior generals who, uh, you know, they they, they they were more concerned with, uh, you know, making sure that uh, the liberal congressmen knew that they were, you know, studying their critical race theory than with uh, uh, ensuring the uh, successful exit from Afghanistan or anything else. It's uh, – th- that's a great question. I, I don't know. We're, we're still a giant military. We're not done. Uh, this, it, it isn't over tomorrow. I mean, you know, the Roman Empire went through greater defeats than this and came roaring back. We can come roaring back, but we need leadership and we need a return to the principles of the military that I benefited from. I was taught by the guys who rebuilt the military after Vietnam, those were our colonels, those were our generals. And it showed in Desert Storm, where in 100 hours, an American force annihilated, I think it was 36 divisions in 100 hours, a military victory, uh, probably within the top five in all human history. And I was there, and I watched it uh, from uh, 7th Corps main headquarters. And uh, so I I have been there at the top, uh, and now I'm watching at a distance from the bottom. But we can come back. But it's going to take leadership and we, 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 we've got to stop pretending that our establishment isn't uh, broken. We've got to stop pretending that our establishment is competent, that it's capable, that it's, elite, that it's full of our betters. It's not.
0: Let's take it now uh, a, a step in a, in, a, in a different direction, which is the military commanders that we have right now. And I want to focus on General Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs. You have said on this show that that man has a decorated history as a soldier and should be celebrated. How does the well, decorated he has soldier decorated
1: history as a soldier?
0: <laughs> What'd you say?:
1: He has a decorated history as a soldier. Look, he performed very well as a junior officer. He. He was a good battalion commander, according to people who served under him. and he is a disaster as a general. Some people get promoted past their point of competence. He's gone far beyond that. He's actively awful on every level. He, uh, well, under Trump, he managed to destroy 250 years of civil-military relations. Under Obama, he's presided over uh, a huge defeat and humiliation for America. Uh, and, it, and he won't be held accountable. And say he's going to get some big-time job, for an MSNBC spokesman. And uh, this is the problem. This is the problem, Tony. Failure is there's no uh, consequence for failure. There's only a consequence for success. If you look at Donald Trump, Donald Trump achieved a lot, and they made him pay for it because his success endangered the establishment.
0: Kurt Schlichter is his name. The book, The Split by Kurt Schlichter, available at Amazon.com, part of the Kelly Turnbull series of books. You can find his columns at Town Hall. Uh, Kurt, always, always a pleasure. There's more coming up. I'm Tony Katz.